I welcome you all in the wonderful name of Jesus and I want us to continue on where we left off yesterday. Um, remember we are talking about how Jesus was showing us how important Sunday was as he declared in Exodus 28 that God declared the Sabbath day holy. And I said to you, God is talking to us as a nation, as a people, as a world. How much do you respect the time he has given us to pray and glorify his name? Would it be that we lack power because we don't honor what God says we should do? Is it because that we look at the word and we want to read the word according to what pleases us instead of to what God wants us to do as revelation in the word? It's a question that we all need to know. How serious are we about Christianity? And it just begins with Sunday. And I've said I've watched many people take Sunday so easy. And they have choices whether to go to church or not, or to do, do things that God says they should do on a Sunday. But I believe us as a church and those who believe in God all over the world will step, stand up and stand for what? God says we should do, even in times like this, when we're going through such challenges, where churches are being closed down, where the gatherings are being subsided. And I said, it was amazing that in the book of Matthew, in chapter 12, you find that Jesus and his disciples are the ones who are breaking the law of Moses, of not picking up stuff on a Sabbath day because the Sabbath is holy. And, and and Jesus declares that in all the things that are happening, he is the God of the Sabbath. He declares that he is the God that is above the temple. He is the God of the temple. And and, and he was glorifying and, and, and trying to show people that another anointing and another power had come that was beyond the time of those who were just reading the law of Moses. That now the way that they were reading had come to a point of life that when you believe in it now, it does what it says it should do now. It will inspire you to do things now. You have revelation of what to do now. And, and nothing that you do now will ever be hating God at any one time. Just like what the disciples were doing wasn't hating God at all. But if we look at it from, from, from a kind of way, then we want to find faults and see why this was not done this way. And yet God is asking us to rise up as a church and begin to hear his word and do what his word says. So I want to continue the amazing story of Jesus. And and, and I want us to understand that um, 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 Jesus is is, is is talking in Matthew 12, 7. So he says, if you, if you know that these words mean, I desire mercy, not sacrifice you would not have condemned the innocent and and he was quoting the book of isaiah in chapter 6 where he starts by saying come let us return to the lord he has torn us to pieces but he will heal us he has injured us but he will bind us our wounds after two days he will revive us on the third day he will restore us that we may live in his presence this was like a prophecy as I was saying that in the third day Jesus will be resurrected and will give us a power as, as people, will give us an anointing as people that will be Christ or Christ in us. 
we have we have Jesus in us now and and tonight we're going to pray and understand why we're praying and and we must begin to pray in our homes wherever we are because God wants us to stand God wants us to to be led by the word God has God wants us to to come before him and cry and ask for mercy and and God will acknowledge our cries and will heal our land and and heal whatever all we're going through right now so in Matthew chapter 12, verse 8, Jesus comes and says, For the Son of Man is the Lord of the Sabbath. Going on from this place, Jesus went into the synagogue, and the man with the shriveled hand was there, looking for a reason to accuse Jesus. They asked him, Is it lawful to heal on a Sabbath? They are still on a Sabbath case. They are still trying to catch Jesus on breaking the law. And Jesus is saying to them, I'm the way. I'm, I'm, what I say happens, what I declare is, and, and and the law is not something that 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 governs you in a way that you do not think anymore. The the law is there to give you revelation and a guideline to the things you should do. The word of God is there to give you a guideline to the things you should do. And at this time when everything looks doom and cold, if God and the promises of God are on you, surely you will stand up in your home and pray these twenty one days, or even if they were to increase them. But you still stand and pray and believe that we're going through this. We're, we're breaking this because God is on our side. We have a, a God that is above the temple. An anointing that has been given unto us. The Spirit of the Lord is upon us and He has anointed us to do something. I said to you, Jesus could do so many things. Because the Spirit of God was on Him. He had the same spirits that were on Him that made Him operate in different ways. But the key one was that He always said, the Spirit of God is upon me, and he said it was upon him because it has it had reasons or it had missions for him to do, it had assignments for him to do. The Spirit of God comes upon you, you have assignments to do, you have things to do, you don't lay back and die away, you've got things to do, it anoints you to do something, it anoints you to wake up and be involved in something and do something and make something happen. You have to pray for your family, you've got to pray for your husband, you've got to pray for 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 God's protection for the nation. You've got to pray for God's protection for the world. You've got to pray for this thing to be conquered in the name of Jesus. It gives you a purpose. So Jesus was saying, the Spirit of the Lord was upon me because it has given me power to do so many things. And and so he knows that he is the God of the Sabbath. He knows that everything he has said, he was aware from the beginning and everything we're living in is what he had said and everything that the um, Pharisees and everybody else were living in was, was what he said. So now the Pharisees are saying to him, so the Lord says you mustn't do anything on a Saturday, so you're going to heal this person. You're going to, you, you show Jesus Christ, you're going to heal this person on a Sabbath day. And and Jesus is asking them, he, he leaves, quoting scripture, he goes to where he's, he's reasoning with them and says, what if you lost a ship on, on a Sabbath day? or it fell on a pit, would you not take it out? Then he says, what more of people, what more, what more of people, what more about this man right here who wants to see right now, would I be doing wrong by doing good on a Sabbath day? So, so Jesus is about us doing good every day, doing good on a Sabbath day. It's us standing up and doing something on a Sabbath day, celebrating God, not just being idle and saying, God said we must do nothing on a Sabbath because it's a holiday. No, it's when God says that rise up and begin to proclaim and do something and celebrate me. 
every Sunday pray like you've never prayed before. Celebrate me. And we're going to have a, a message on Sunday. And we're going to pray and, and continue to pray as a church in our homes and, and get to do things that happen for us. I know God is on our side and no one should be panicking about anything because we are going to go through this. Now, Jesus stretched his hand in Matthew 12, 13 and healed that person. And and these people uh, began to ask him to say, how could you heal on a 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 Sabbath day? And and Jesus says, um, but the Pharisees went out and plotted how they might kill Jesus. Aware of this, Jesus withdrew from the place. Many followed him and he healed them still, warning warning them not to tell people who he was. This was no this was now fulfilling what was spoken through the prophet Isaiah. In Isaiah 42, verse 24, Here is my servant whom I have chosen, the one I love, in whom I delight. I will put my spirit on him, and he will proclaim justice for the nations. I will put my spirit on him for a purpose. Jesus is going to declare justice for us. He's going to declare justice for us. That's the anointing that is on him. He's made his his his. Is interceding for us right now at the right hand side of the Father. And I tell you, this thing will go to pass. And I want to see the strong Christians, how they'll end up after these days of going through what we're going. I want to see who we'll come up standing and knowing that God will take us out of this like he did Daniel out of the lion's den. I want to see those who know that they believe in the word and God is going to take us out. And they'll stand praying every day because they're waiting for this to happen. Because, like I said, our weapons are not carnal. Our weapons are when we pray and call the name of our Father Jesus Christ. I want to end with this because we're going to pray over our country. We're going to pray over our families. We're going to pray over Africa. We're going to pray over the world and all our relatives, all over places, wherever they are. Jesus explains to these people at the end of the it all when he's healed this person and everything is done and they're still questioning saying so what power does this man use to heal or, or break things surely he's using Belizebub's power which is a demonic power and Jesus is questioning them and saying that how can a demon cast out the demon then that kingdom is divided so any kingdom that is divided has no power so I want you to know that we are a kingdom with a power. We are a church with a power. We are a people with a power. We cannot be just blown away. We are a power. We cannot be divided. We are a power. And the unit of our power will make things happen. Every Christian praying where they are, whatever God is putting in your heart to pray for, for the nation at this time, God hears our cries. And everybody's prayer is what God wants to hear. And you, 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 you overpower whatever is working against us. But I like to read at the end of Matthew 12, where, where Jesus then says, But if I, drive out, if I drive out demons by the Spirit of God, this power, the Spirit of God, this the Spirit of God that is on us, if, if I drive out demons by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. Jesus says, if, if I'm driving these demonic forces by the Spirit of God, this anointing that is on me, that I'm passing on to you, if I'm driving these demons out, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. 
if we drive these demons out in the power and the notice that God has given us, Jesus said at the end of the chapter of Matthew, I now give that power to you. You now have the power to trample on all serpents and scorpions. If we have that power in our homes right now, if we have that power where you are right now, if we're going to pray tonight in that power or tomorrow in that power to cast out and fight the things that we see are trying to work against us as a church, trying to work against us as a family, trying to work against us as a nation, trying to work against us as the world, the church of the world, the kingdom of God. If we can, if, if, we, if we can realize those things and have the power to, to speak to them in prayer and take them out because our weapons are not cut out, we don't talk. We pray, we, we are children of God, we do as the Father says, the word is in, us, is in us, we speak the word and declare the word, and it goes forth and accomplishes what God has assigned it to do. So I say to you, we're driving out demons, we're driving up demonic activity, we're driving out all those things out of our lives, out of South Africa, out of the world, out of Africa, out of, out of everyone's home. This is a demonic spirit, we don't want it. We're driving it out in prayer and rising up in prayer even tomorrow night. God will make you open your Bible and you'll find scriptures that give you the power to pray, points to pray about. It's not a time anymore to say, Pastor, please give us prayer points. My prayer points are what the Holy Spirit is going to reveal to me to pray for. Your prayer points is what the Holy Spirit is going to reveal for you to pray for. And all of us are going to pray what the Spirit of God is asking us to pray. And your prayer will be answered. My prayer will be answered. God will answer the prayer of the nation. And we're going through this and we're defeating this in the name of Jesus. So let's unite and pray. Please don't fall back on Friday and sit back. Find a moment to pray. It doesn't have to be all night prayer. It can only be a 20-minute prayer if you think that's where your power is. It can be an hour prayer if you think that's where your strength is. It can be a four-hour prayer if you think that prayer is. My prayer is going to be the whole day. I'm going to pray when I'm walking. I'm going to pray when I'm sitting. I'm going to pray when I'm jogging in my yard. Praise God for a yard where I can jog in and still go to gym. I, I thank God that I'll be praying at that time as usual and continue to pray until I pray in the evening, until I pray as I sleep. I'm just going to continue praying every day until God gives us the glory that we desire because we are anointed to conquer. And I know the Spirit of God is upon you. I pray for you. We stand for you. I stand for you and I pray over you and I declare that the God that loves you will raise you up and give you an anointing in your homes to rise up and begin to pray. And the army of God is rising up. The kingdom of God is rising up. The kingdom of God shall come here on earth as it is in heaven because of you, the king, who's standing up to pray. You have the crown, not the corona crown. That word corona means crown. It's not our crown. We have a God crown. And those that are crowned to be God's children shall stand up and raise up the crown of the Lord over the earth. The kingdom shall come. This thing will disappear in the name of Jesus. Stay blessed and God bless you all. We trust you enjoyed today's message. We are so grateful that you officially become a homie. If this message blessed you in any way, please feel free to partner with us by sowing a seed into our ministry. Our banking details should pop up onto the screen right about now. We're so glad to have you as part of our family as we help us more souls. Should you want to get in touch with us, we are available on WhatsApp and all social media platforms. Thank you for partnering with us. Until next time, and remember, homies know how to harvest. Get ready for your harvest.